0: Are you ready?
1: Ready. They think you can tell us what to do.
0: Bow to the masters. Break it down. Break it down, uh. Oh, we could <laughs> DX theme song. We need to have that as our intro. That could be that. We could use that. I, I, Can we do that. I was happy. Expe- Does Muddy River Sports have enough in our budget to to I, make I that our song? I was half
1: expecting to see if we could you to uh, suggest that we dip into the Muddy River Sports budget and use the Sanford and Son.
0: But to, you know, break it down. You know, with the Muddy River breakdown. Yeah, we are the that is us, and we're degenerates. <laughs> sort yeah, sort of in many ways.
1: So why wouldn't we have the DX I like it. I like it. We'll see see what we can do for next week. Anyway, how are you today? I'm good. We're actually we got things to talk about now. Like we introduced the show last week. Nothing was really going on. We're still waiting for practices to begin and stuff to to shake down and, and now we have we have news, we have practices, we got games coming up, we've got events starting. We got stuff to talk about. You got a baseball next to you, are you... Uh, I always have a baseball, and you know this from all the years of working alongside yes. me at the WIG. You just
0: throw stuff up in the air. I, yeah,
1: I, you know, how many times did I hit the lights above us with the baseball tossing. It's my thinking tool.
0: It is your thinking tool.
1: I even have I have a couple sitting on my desk at home that I do the same thing with. Buster's got a baseball that we play fetch with. What, a crushing, crushing, what, a,
0: what a crushing way for a season to end for a team.
1: Oh my gosh. So, okay, so last night, as we sit here and tape this, we were taping this on a Wednesday afternoon. Uh, the night prior to this, the Quincy Gems season came to an end in the Western Conference Championship game against the Alton River Dragons, 8-7 to seven, on a walk-off Grand Slam with one out in the bottom of the ninth. But I was out at QU soccer practice and starting to work on preview stuff for on, at the college level, and so I'm following along on my phone, mm-hmm. and they're up 7-1. 7-1. 7-1. In the, like the eighth inning. Yeah, it was... It was Wow, it was seventh. It was it was seven one okay. going to the bottom of the seventh. And I'm thinking, okay, so I drive home, and when I get home, it's seven to four. No big deal. They, you know, they can get six outs. Nine. Okay, so now it's seven to four going to the ninth. First guy gets on, next guy flies out. They go to the bullpen. And you're thinking, two outs. Yeah, there's a guy on base, but they're gonna get two outs. Hit by pitch, walk, and you're going, uh-oh. And I thought, okay, well, they can still get out of this. i will get a double play ball or something. They may give up a run. So I I know what I did. My dog wanted to go outside, so Buster and I went outside. Came back in. Game over. Unreal. Unreal. I Just, was- I can't even imagine the gut punch that feels like. Because I, I went through, when I played baseball, we lost a championship game. And the, the winning run was scored at home plate, and I dropped the ball. Shuck.
0: I was a catcher. Johnny Banks would not be proud of you.
1: I know, but I did. I dropped the ball, so I I know how somewhat how that feels Stinging. like. But it's yeah, I can't even imagine how that that bus ride home. Oh, oh my! I feel for those guys. I, I really do because they're a great group of guys. Like I, I you know, and obviously I know. Many of them because several of them play at Quincy University. We've got Lucas Luce from Payson, Logan Voth from Unity. Um, Then there's several Quincy High kids, the Harbin brothers, who I wrote about recently. And, you know, so again, I know most of these kids, have known them for a lot of years. I feel for them.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. The Gems, of course, we've followed them since their. I got here in '97. and their first year back, or incarnation was '96. Yeah. So you got here year two. So I got here year two, and back the well, back in those days, you know, <laughs> you, you would you would you know the place was packed. Yeah. Uh, you know they had they brought in kids from all over the place, and they still do that somewhat. Right. But it's interesting. I'm there a week before the end of the season. I'm looking at their roster. And like 15 of their guys at that point had some type of local tie, whether right. they're from around here or they played at a college around here, be it John Wood, be it QU, or be it Culver.
1: Yeah, because there were quite a few Culver guys. Obviously, the manager of the Gems this year was Brad Jerkis, the, the Culver Stockton head baseball coach.
0: So it's such a departure because back back in the day – you were lucky to have. I mean, in '98, I think Josh Raby and Brandon James are both on the team. Or you know, you'd it'd be rare to have. And you had you had local guys.
1: You had the Dun- Ryan Duncan who was the son of a former Quincy University yes. basketball player, but who was having a, a stellar career at Illinois State. Yes. So it wasn't like he was just brought in because his dad had played basketball at Like he was. But yeah, I mean, and and I don't know if any of these guys off this team. I guess it, I guess there's a lot of talk that and the guy wasn't even here at the end of the year Zach Stewart. That kid was a stud. That kid was a stud. So there's a chance he could end up being a pro prospect. Yes. Um
0: but it's interesting. I think I do think that I think that the prospect, you know, having watched it for for years and I just think they play too many games. I to, think To the, me that's
1: the biggest issue that the prospect league needs to address.
0: You need to you need to somehow so, you need to somehow start June 1 ish mm-hmm. and finish, what is it, 30 days, September, April 30, end July 31 ish. Yes. Um, because, you, I mean, and I'm talking in, I'm like, have your playoffs be done. 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 Like a 48 give, game season or give 40 Give these guys a then, chance yes.
1: to go home for a few days, to rest, go on a week vacation. You know, do order uh, some of these guys, and, and, and having had some conversations with some of these guys. Um, The last couple weeks of the season, there were some guys who were going to go home for one day and then have to report to school. Mm -hmm. You know, and for many of them, they're going to be reporting to school here either the end of this week, early next week, and then their college coaches are going to be like, "Okay, let's get to work."
0: And I don't want to besmirch any of the local guys that were on the team because, like I said, there's fifteen of them, but. There should never be fifteen local guys on on the Quincy Gems.
1: Well, and I think part of part of that was as the season wore on, and guys either got injured, got tired. College coaches, for for like in a pitcher's case, said, "Okay, you've done enough innings for the summer. You're done. We're we're mm-hmm. pulling the plug on you." So then the Gems had to scramble to find guys. Now, as of I think it was Sunday morning, there was a chance they were only going to have twelve guys in uniform last night. They ended up with eighteen. I think it might have been tw- it might have been twenty, but I mean. They ended up with some some a little bit of depth last night, but there was a fear they were only going to have ten to twelve guys be able to play last night.
0: We look at you just mentioned a couple things in there. You mentioned how some of these some of these kids come here and they have innings restrictions. Yes, they have games restrictions. Why wouldn't if you're that league? Why wouldn't again? You can't. You know, I asked the the Bennett Steis kid through last night, and he was a pro thrown really well. He did, but he probably ran into a pitch count at some point, which is probably why he ran out of the game. I don't know. I didn't listen to it. I didn't watch. I mean, in. He, he. But anyway, you could tell you, he was getting a little tired. Sure.
1: But there were. Yeah, there are certain restrictions. There. Yes.
0: So why wouldn't? Why would you? If you have this, the summer league. Why wouldn't you also try to restrict the number of games you play? Why would you have a sixty-game season? Why would? Great you, question. You know, you need. I think the prospect league. It's a great league. It does a lot of good things for the kids. It gives them an outlet to play. Yes. It's a great. I tell you what. If for if you don't want to go all the way down to St. Louis for a game. Uh, Jimmy puts on Jimmy Lothan and the crew here put on a great show. Yeah. It's a great, it's usually a good time to go out oh. there, but why would you, I guess I, why would you do that? Well, D O B. It's about the money. They need to play those games to get the money.
1: Well, and that, that's what I would would like to know how much money would they lose? Obviously you're talking tickets and concessions. How much would they lose off? five less games at home games. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I, I don't know if it would be so drastic that they couldn't do it. Well, if
0: you went to sixty to forty you're losing six what? six home games. Six home games. Yes.
1: How how big of a sock is that to the wallet, to the bottom line for the owners of the of these teams? Or is it a situation where because it and the the prospect league people and the Gems people could correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think they get a dime from the city for, for all the all the money they bring in. Like I don't think the city oh. backs them with any oh, what, sort of public help. dollars. No,
0: no, no, not no. anymore. Not, it used so, to be when the civic center owned them, obviously. Right,
1: but nothing now. No, so maybe maybe it's time for that to. Hey, obviously, there is an ownership group, but maybe the city needs to embrace it a little more and find a way to help,
0: and maybe it can help offset some of that. More is revenue. more is not always better, uh, because you can find that sweet spot. I remember back back when they used to have the uh, the Maceries have a million teams here. It was too big. It wasn't, it wasn't, f- right. the, 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 the Quincy's Exchange club made and was able to distribute more money. It was more profitable them, profitable in air quotes when it was smaller because they didn't have to the same type of yes. overhead in the overview. So I'm guessing the same thing would translate here with, with the gems. If they played a little bit smaller season, you um, know, it, it would probably be better for them.
1: When you might be able to keep guys a little longer. Yes. And maybe you can get some more, more fans in the stands that way. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know, but anyway, first time since 2016 the Gems have been in the playoffs. Finished 32 and 30. It was a successful summer. Yeah, I mean, one, two outs away from playing in the best of three championship series. So, I mean, I think all in all, the Gems' experience this year for the guys that were part of it was a really good experience.
0: Yeah. It's uh, just uh, I it's think just, the prospect it, league needs to look at things on how it how it operates. Yes. Because now you've got because we don't want to lose from...
1: the, we don't want to lose the Quincy Gems. We no. don't we, we don't want to see the Prospect League go under we don't want to see because there's some of these other summer league uh, summer summer baseball leagues and franchises that are really struggling. Jason Crows, the Quincy, former Quincy University second baseman who came and played the last 19 mm-hmm. games of the year for Quincy had played in one of those leagues. The, and it was awful. It was, they were down to four teams and then one of the teams folded midseason. That's awful. Yeah, so there are leagues that struggle. There are leagues. This is a good league. It has good owners. Well, it it's got people tradition. people take care of them. Yes. So we want to see that continue. And I think I, the crowds out of QU Stadium this summer have been great. I, I enjoyed, you know, obviously taking pictures and sitting behind home plate where I normally plant myself so I can take pictures. But the conversations were nonstop, and it was great.
0: Yep. It's
1: a good time. So – but that is kind of like the close of summer. When the gym season ends, it literally kind of closes the book on summer. Was Monday morning like Christmas Day for you? Monday morning. So, you know, unlike my buddy Chris Dewar, who probably was up all night, like, waiting to see if Santa was arriving and probably had a plate of cookies <laughs> and milk out for the football Santa that came dancing down the hallway. Mm-hmm. Um I slept good, got up, and was like, okay, this is going to be fun. Yeah, you know, it was great. It was great to – the summer's a great time to, to unwind. Uh, certainly for me, and, you know, Chris Stewart takes a full month off. You've been in this situation before when you worked in the sports department at the WIG. Mm-hmm. Summer is the time you just – you take a deep breath. You cover a few things. You take vacation. You, you get – you know.
0: You got to recharge.
1: Yeah. you know, some guys take the afternoons off and go golfing. I went fishing. You know, just just take a break, and then that first day of practice hits, and you're you go from zero to sixty immediately.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and it was get up early, and that morning, like I was up and on the road by seven a.m.
0: So where where have your travels taken you so far?
1: Uh, I've gone to Camp Point Central. I've gone to Mendon Unity. I've been to Quincy High, Quincy Notre Dame, Quincy University, uh, and Palmyra.
0: And those are all football related.
1: No. I've done soccer interviews, um, I've done golf interviews, and football. And we're going to be working on volleyball here in the coming days. So our our previews, so, yes. our previews are going to start dropping on Thursday. We're gonna have our first fall preview story with some photos dropping on Thursday. We start inter- uh like as in like Thursday
0: the eleventh, thir- yeah, August eleventh. That's when this is dropping as well. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so, same, so day, same day our podcast drops. Shameless it's gonna... plug. Let people know. Okay, so people are so accustomed to, okay, back so, in the day, they knew that, okay, the, what was it, the Tuesday before, was it the Tuesday before the, the first football game? Or the Thursday. Thursday. We'd have our, you can tell us how long ago was, we've done it. <laughs> True. We'd have, we'd have, back in the day, it was just strictly football, but then we have our our false sports tab. But,
1: yes, so and the when, so, when you and I worked at the Herald yeah. League, we always had a preview section that appeared right before that first football game, and we broke down... Every area football team and all that. Mm -hmm. We are introducing that here at Muddy River Sports in a different format. We have 15 high school football teams in what we have determined to be our coverage area as we start to grow this enterprise. Mm -hmm. We are going to have story, photos, schedule, graphic for every one of those in a magazine format but it's going to be strictly on our website. This How much one, is that, that
0: magazine going to cost me,
1: Matt? $0.00.
0: That's a great That price. is
1: F-R-E-E, free.
0: That's a four-letter word. It's,
1: it is a four-letter word, and it's a great four-letter word because what you can do is you can log on to MuddyRiversports.com on Tuesday, August 23rd, okay. three days before the season opener. You can, you'll be able to click on this PDF and open up a PDF magazine for free. For nothing. For free you can download you'll be able to download it to your computer so you can look at it you'll be able to cut, revisit it on our website throughout the season if you can want can i read it on my phone you'll be able to read it on your phone you can get it on your tablet you can get anywhere you can find muddy river sports you can find this Enterprise. So, so
0: that's why. So people are going to. So you say that to say this though, is that people need to realize it. I know that uh, both both the TV stations every night they've been hammering. T- you know, they. Yeah, they, they I, I'm not going to have
1: a football story every single night, or correct. Like Chris Stewart does his barnstorm tour, mm-hmm. you know, I, and he's already done like seven stops in three days, and, and that's how he's going about. We're gonna. I'm going to have a few football stories here over the next ten days, mm-hmm. but the big chunk of it is all going to drop on august 23rd in the meantime that gives us a chance on the days leading up to then to preview the soccer teams the volleyball teams the tennis teams the golf you know we have golf starting on thursday august 11th the day this podcast drops on it on our website i'll be out at westview golf course for the da wybrain invitational which will have a bunch of our area teams so, you can look forward to seeing some stuff, not all at once. We're not going to go, okay, here's all these teams, here's 700 photos. You know, we're going to spread it out a little mm-hmm. bit, but we want to be able to give you guys some different things to look forward to. Uh, we're going to start next week with our spotlight stories. So, every Tuesday, you're going to have a Prairie State Profile, which will involve an Illinois student-athlete from Illinois area Because Illinois school.
0: is the Prairie State, correct? Correct. And okay. then on Thursday... I mean, oh, let me, The Show Me State Profile?
1: The Show Me Spotlight. Show Me Spotlight. So, uh, and those will be brought to you by John Wood Community College, uh, helping us sponsor this and, and get it going. And, and so, yeah, every week, we will have those on Tuesday and Thursday. We'll have the Muddy River Breakdown each week. Our podcast will drop. We will have a on Shuck Thursdays. on a Truck... Shuck on a truck? Shuck on a truck. When
0: can I be on shuck on a truck? We'll
1: see. I, You know, your big head might not fit in the the, the small camera I have. No, actually, we, we, we'll do a remote shuck on a truck sometime. Yeah. I actually got a request for a shuck on a truck that I should go to Indianapolis and do one.
0: <laughs> no, I don't think you can do that.
1: So, well, it was. Was it JD? No, it was to with the, U, the UND football coach. Because I had done okay. one with the Truman oh, State assistant Truman football State, yeah. coach. And I made a crack like, you know, if I did a road trip to Indy, wonder if Chris Keevers, who's the mm-hmm. University of Indianapolis football coach. And next thing I know, people are saying, come on over. We'd love it.
0: Oh, that's hysterical. So, yeah. So, so you got so, Shuck on a truck. You got uh, you got us on Thursday. You got the Muddy River Breakdown on Thursdays.
1: And on Wednesdays, we will have What the Shuck.
0: What the Shuck on Wednesdays. Yeah, and every other week,
1: that will be Chris Dewar will be in here with me. And then we'll have a special guest on the other week. Oh, cool! So we'll alternate weeks between doer and a special guest for that. You and I will be on every week. So I mean, we're going to try to jam pack you with stuff um, and try to keep it lively and interesting. I got to chuck out a truck that, that's going to be upcoming um, with a local grill ma- or a pitmaster. Yeah, to talk about you know barbecue competitions and then also talk about you know firing up the grill at your tailgate or before. You know who a game. Who really and- needs
0: that? Golf. Bob Goff really needs that help.
1: Is he does he struggle with the grill?
0: No, but he he thinks he's a grill master and he oh. needs to learn more. Okay.
1: Maybe I can teach him some lessons.
0: So that's a good that's a lot of good content. <laughs> I didn't know he was still in here. Uh, so, um, so yeah, the, I mean, so you, you've got a lot of great content. So, yes. the, the, the reason I ask you all this is because I want people. You want you need you, the, the readers and listeners and whatever you want to call yes. them. The, the, the connoisseurs of Muddy River Sports content need to know that all your football stuff's coming on the twenty third. Yeah, I'm not ignoring
1: football. The yes. first three days of practice, obviously, we've, we've dropped a photo gallery already off Monday. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have some more stuff loaded late Wednesday. This will be dropping on Thursday, so there'll be already some stuff on there. So we'll we'll give you some football tidbits along the way, and then we'll come with our full magazine preview, magazine style preview section. Um, that way you can get your fill of football, mm-hmm. and you can you can absorb it, you can get ready for it. The other part we're going to add to this. Last year we did a thing called Game Night Guide. We will be doing Game Night Guide to let you know where the games will be on Friday night, where you can mm-hmm. find them on the radio. Or a streaming service because we got some great, you know, some great partners in, in crime in this. Um, mm-hmm. The whole boys down in Pittsfield, yes, you know, with Central job. Illinois Sports. Steve Surratt over at Brown County with BC Hornets Sports. Uh, those guys do stuff on YouTube, live streaming of their games. Great stuff. So we want to make sure you know where to find them, uh, how to get to the games, where all those things will be. But we're adding a video element this year to Game Night Grub.
0: Game night grub. So, we're going to
1: give you each week, if you're going to be heading to a football game, we're going to pick a different area team that's at home. Mm-hmm. And we're going to give you a spot that you maybe you want to stop and grab some grub in that town. But we're going to go visit it first. That way you can see a little bit of what's on the menu. Hear maybe from a coach or a player in that from that community. Maybe an AD. We'll see, we'll see who wants to join me on those. But we're going to give you a little...
0: Last year it was a little bit of hey check this place out. Mm-hmm. This year we want to give you a little more yeah, in take depth. It give you a place. little take it to the next level. Chuck, you're the work. You're, you you may supplant uh, doers the hardest working man in Quincy media.
1: I well, I don't know about that because that man goes everywhere. I mean, he and I were, were together in Palmyra on on Wednesday morning, eleven a.m. or at seven a.m. I mean, the man's everywhere.
0: Okay, so I got a couple questions for you now. We're gonna okay. switch gears a little bit, and, Let's I, do it. and I threw this at you. By the way, um,
1: by the way, this is the Muddy River Breakdown with Shuck and Dob.
0: Yes, just so people know what where we're at. You did the you did the reminder at the twenty minute mark. Good job by you. Oh, thanks. Um, I can I can see the clock. <laughs> uh, okay, things to watch in fall. Okay, so we'll we'll, we'll be more a little, a little football heavy in the next couple of weeks, but I want to kind of focus sure. today putting you on the spot on the others on the Let's other. Do fall it. Sports. Let's go. Um, Things to watch this fall in on the soccer pitch. What locally be at high school, be it QU, Culver, whatever it might be. John Wood. I think. What are you? What, what What are the top one or two storylines?
1: I, I think the the QND boys soccer team has a lot of uh, of returnees this year. Some very talented players, including a Division one signee and Tanner Anderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think there's a hangover for them. They're they're still mad. There's a chip on their shoulder I over the way last season ended.
0: I saw their video they put out the other day. It was like 289. I think was the thing that Greg Reese was talking about. Like it's been he, he 289 said 289 days, 289 days since we got yeah. beat. That yeah. was the first day. Of oh, practice. trust me,
1: it has. No one, no one involved in that program has forgotten that loss. And so that's going to be really interesting. Was it in the
0: sectional semi, or yeah, what? yeah.
1: And and so to to see how they re- respond to that. Um, They've added some new pieces. They've got a couple freshmen that are coming in that, that can help them. Um, I know they've got at least one transfer who's come in who, uh, as an upperclassman, can help them. I, they've got some depth this year to go along with the talent. I think they're, they're a team to watch. I spent some time this week with Quincy High School. I think they've got a chance, especially up front, to be better in the attacking third. Uh, and I think uh, Carter Vemberlow, who's two older brothers – were in incre- were, were great soccer players who went on and had good careers at Quincy University, Zach and Ethan Viverlo. Mm-hmm. He's right there with them. He's very talented.
0: He and, is I have a unique uh, a unique knowledge of a lot of these kids that played for both Quincy High and Notre Dame because my son Reed is a senior I say, they're played, Reed's so, age. Yes, he he retired from soccer when he was age 10 <laughs> because all these kids, Carter, Tanner, uh, you know, Kyle Kirk is another yeah. one. They, they all were like prodigies. I mean, they, he play with these uh, – that's back when Jackson Stratton even played soccer. And, you know, one time Carter Venverlo, we're playing indoor out at K&L, he passed the ball to himself off the board and made a goal. <laughs> it's like, how is a 10-year-old doing this? But, but Quincy's very talented, and I think both those teams are going to – hopefully will have very good I think I
1: year. think Quincy University men have a chance to be special this year. I think their recruiting class is going to elevate them. They got a kid from Triad. It'll be interesting. Yes, they do. It'll be interesting to see how the QU women do. John Wood had a heck of a year last year. They now have their their field is more put together there at the school. So you're, you're starting to see them build a home turf. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be another uh, element uh, pitch, there.
0: Pitch, please. Yes. Pitch, sorry.
1: Um, you know, and Hannibal has a new turf field. My goodness Park.
0: grace, does that place look nice? I can't,
1: you know, and, and again, that's a story we're going to get to next week is the improvements Hannibal has done to its athletic facilities and all the work in the Pirate Pride program. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to, to break it down with Clint Graham on that front. That might be a shuck on a truck. You never know.
0: Okay, what about golf? We got any golfers to look forward to, boys I, or girls? I, I, the one
1: I really am interested to see on the the boys' front is Blake Arnold, who had a really good summer. From? From Liberty. Yes. Um He'll be a senior went to the state tournament last year, missed out on his uh, he wanted to finish in the top twenty, I believe he was twenty third uh, I have to double check that, but um had a really good summer, won a couple big events, played really well in some big events. I think he's a kid and he's such a such a humble kid you know, just goes out and plays and then yeah okay I'm done all right what's happening you know he's just mm-hmm. just such a great kid, but he he's he's really elevated his game. Uh, and then on the girls' side, Sophia Gold um, played in the, the Illinois State Women's Amateur, uh, played well. Uh, she's only a sophomore at Quincy High School. I think she's going to be very good. Um, and so we'll see. But th- those are the two. If you want to pick out a couple individuals, I'm anxious to see what Ross Thompson um, at Quincy Notre Dame does. He's He he got to play on the same team as the Alex McCullough's a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Now it's his turn to be the senior leader. How does he handle that?
0: Um, how about any harriers or anything harriers to watch? You know what a harrier is. Yes, I know what a harrier. is. What is a harrier is. for those out there saying? What it's the a heck's a harrier? A cross country runner. A cross country runner, of course. Yes. Uh, what's a thin clad? Thin clad's a trackster. Yes. So some some harriers are thin clad's.
1: Yes. But are all, are
0: all thin clads harriers?
1: No, not necessarily.
0: I don't think so either. No. So who are we looking for? Any anybody to watch on the on the cross? Well, it's going to be crime. interesting because
1: you you had you had like last year you had. Uh, Quincy, I had a couple seniors who were really good. So I think this year, um, oh man, uh, Alexandra Myers at, at Quincy High School. Her last name almost forgot me or almost lost it there. So, um, but she, I think she's got a chance to do something special this year. Um, Anna Shearing was really good last year. Her younger sister, Olivia, will step into that role at Quincy High School. Um, Eric McClellan, whose dad is the former cross country coach, who's now the AD at Quincy mm-hmm. High School. I think mean, he elevates himself into maybe a top runner there. Um, Notre Dame was really young last year. Um, so I'll be anxious to see how they, they continue to progress. And Liberty's going to have somebody.
0: They always do. They always do. Uh, okay, two more, two more, yeah, many go for topics. It. Uh, are any, any possible state list on the show me side of the river in softball?
1: Canton. I mean, Canton's got some some depth of talent back. Um, Macy Fisher, very talented player. Um, I believe Kenzie Biggerstaff is back. Um, Naraya Clay, I know, is back. So, I mean, you start looking at rosters and you go, well, they've won a lot of games the last few years and they've got this player, this player, this player back. That would be Canton. Canton, I think, is the team to beat on the Missouri side. Could make a postseason run.
0: Uh, volleyball wise, I know we had a couple teams get all the way to the to the promise. Well, I, I think year. There, I
1: think there's two again that you look at. You know, Southeastern brings back a, some incredible talent led by Amanda Stevens, and then Quincy Notre Dame I think is loaded for a potential run. Um, and you've got Abby Shrek, the, the three sports standout there in the middle. You've got Emma Hoen as an outside hitter. You've got Lily Marth and Kate, Faith Kinsel. To do so, you know, defensive specialists, libero type players, to do a lot, and there's some depth there. Layla Hernandez Jones fits into that mix, so I, I think there's a lot of talent there. And I think uh, one one sport you haven't brought up yet is tennis. Oh,
0: yes, forget. And, about that.
1: and I think there, you know, the the Hayes twins at Quincy High School, Lily and Phoebe Hayes. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Quincy Notre Dame will be without state qualifier Correct. Leah Quintero because of her knee injury mm-hmm. that happened at the end of soccer season. Um, but they've got some, some younger players who can now fill, maybe, maybe take that step this year but without Leah there, who will have to play the number one or number two spot. And I think they've got some players that can step in. So
0: it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Bold prediction for the fall sports scene. What's your bold prediction? What, 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 what could maybe make in the headlines What's on Muddy River Sports? The bold,
1: the bold prediction. Yes. See, the, the ones that are popping in my head aren't that bold. Like, I think Quincy Notre Dame soccer wins the 1A state championship.
0: Okay, that's pretty bold to me. So, you gotta, I, I, so, so. I, think,
1: I think because they have a chip on their shoulder, because of the talent they have, I think they want to go out and prove something this year. Because think about it. Last year didn't work out their way. Mm. The year before was the COVID season, so they didn't get a chance to play for a state title when they, they were hammering everybody because that was Seth Anderson's senior year. Yep. I think there's something for them. They're going to play with something to prove this year, and I think it ends in a state title.
0: Soccer. Soccer State Championship. I can see it.
1: We'll have to do a, another commemorative booklet to we'll honor, the, honor the champions.
0: Okay, one more topic before we, uh, sure. before, before we take Hit off out of here. Hit me up. Um, I started – okay, so Jack McKenzie, God bless him, the dear, dearly departed QU men's soccer coach. When I moved here and started covering – I started covering QU stuff in 99. When you got here, yep. I moved over to QU and started covering more of their stuff and you were the Quincy High Preps guy. Yeah. At that point, he brought me a bunch of VHS tapes. <laughs> and wanted to try to get me to watch the English Premier Soccer League. Of course he did. Now, I'm from Galesburg, where we have no soccer. We finally got soccer my senior season. It was a co-ed boys-girls team in 1989. <laughs> so, I come from a different world. Obviously, Quincy, it's ingrained in you Quincy people. Uh, yeah, I and mean, they've had high school they, programs almost soccer. 50 years.
1: Yeah, I played Quincy Soccer League.
0: L- Little Chuck was a soccer guys player, right? Like,
1: you know, guys like Kurt Stuckman and I were teammates in the Quincy Soccer
0: League. Oh, my goodness gracious. What a combo. Yeah. And we both played defense. So, but we didn't. We didn't really have soccer, and we we had like YMCA soccer. I played for the Cosmos. Okay. Uh, back when I was like ten, so soccer's foreign to me. So Jack came and, and brought me all these tapes, and he's like, he's like Don, you got to watch these. You got to watch these. It, this is the greatest soccer there is in the world.
1: He wanted to educate you on soccer, yes,
0: and I just didn't. I just didn't go for it. I'm like, <laughs> look, I ain't got time for that. I got it. My Derek, my oldest son, was born. I'm like, I'm not going to sit in there and watch. Soccer because I it made no sense to me, okay. So, a couple of years ago, I tried to get into it again, I'm like I just can't. So, I'm now at the point now that I'm older, I get for whatever reason, I just get up at the same time every day. I can try to sleep in, it just doesn't do me any good,
1: dude. You're old,
0: tell me about it. <laughs> so, so last spring, I'm sitting there, and every Saturday and Sunday morning, I'd be up at like eight, and, and there's on. EPL on, yes. So, I'm like, you know what. I started watching it, and I'm like, dude, boy, these guys are, A, really good. <laughs> no, I mean, because no I've question. watched local soccer, and there's no such thing as ball control, really, um, at any of the – well, I think it's probably hard because they have nothing but turf fields here in Quincy now, but that controlled soccer that they play right. is, is amazing. Uh, so I'm like, okay, i got to pick a team. Uh, so I've picked a team. Okay. Who's Tottenham. T-
1: okay. The Spurs.
0: I didn't want to pick Stan Kroenke's team.
1: Okay, which I, is Manchester U, right? No, Stan Kroenke's team. Which one's ar- his? I no. forget.
0: Um, I can't remember. Okay. Is Arsenal, Arsenal, that's it. Arsenal's Stan uh, Kroenke's team. I don't want to do that. Okay. I didn't want to go. Man City is now like the Golden State Warriors. Yes. They win everything because the they just buy everyone. And my gosh, they got a new guy on this team. Holland is his name. His last name. Okay. He had two goals in their opener. I watched their entire opener. Uh, he's unreal. Mr. Soccer now. Erlen Holland. Haaland, I think, is his name. He is unreal. He got a little man bun you're and everything.
1: Gonna, you're going to get a jersey, aren't you? You're going to You're going to show up to one of these tapings of this podcast, and you're going to have.
0: Uh, by the a way, jersey. Uh, it's a kit. Please, can we use the <laughs> proper term, terminology? Uh, so I'm 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 a Tottenham guy now. Uh, just because they finished fourth last year, okay. I didn't want to go with the front runner because I'm like. Okay, it'd be easy to just, oh, I'm a man-city guy. Yeah. When I, a couple years ago, about six or seven years ago, maybe eight years ago, I tried. I was like, man, U because I like Wayne Rooney. Okay. Because uh, I thought he, he – he, like, nobody liked him. He seemed like a heel. Uh, so, that, that's, so that's why that I – That fits your MO. So I'm now watching the English Premier League, and I'd like to let you know that the Spurs are okay. on top of the table right now. Okay. And you're like, what's the table? Standing. Standings. The table. Yeah. Yes. We have our next fixture on uh, Saturday Sunday morning.
1: Do you have a favorite pitch?
0: Not yet. Okay. Uh, Hot Stadium, I guess, uh, would be my <laughs> favorite pitch. But you know what? It's really ingenious how they have it all laid out. They've, they've got they, – it's set up kind of like the NFL in that they have certain windows where they play their games. And if you're in the last window on Sunday, which Tottenham is this week and it's going to be on USA, oh. that's like the game of the week. Okay. I'm learning all these things.
1: So I should tune in. Just so I know what you're talking about when it comes to your team. It
0: starts at 10.30. I know the EPL. Uh, 10.30. You can have breakfast. Uh, uh, and they Oh, it's a good game, too. I can't remember who we play. But it's uh, wait a minute. Hold on. You would be a, you
1: would be a hooligan.
0: Let me go, let me go want, to my would,
1: Tottenham Hotspur
0: <laughs> app that I downloaded on <laughs> oh, my phone. Wow. So you would want to be a hooligan, but you're too soft to be so, a hooligan. Okay, so this is what I think about hooliganism. Um, I've always said that America is, would be better uh, if we had better hooligans. That's why we, we've never been good, because our hooliganism is not this is not very good. I don't want to do enable location services. Me now we have
1: DOB there. lost on his phone as he tries well, to I'm find tr- out.
0: I'm trying to do well. continuous guest. I'm trying to figure out when our next fix cure is.
1: Okay, so obviously you can, Chelsea? you can watch EPL on certain networks. You can find the game We're of the week Chelsea. and all that. I
0: almost, also bought a pass to Peacock Network because our games are on there too. <laughs> but –
1: Obviously, that you can watch good soccer here in town. I yes. think there's going to be very good soccer at the high school and college level this fall. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, Like I said, I've already been out and, and checked out Quincy University's men. Um, I'm going to check out another one of their scrimmages here and, and get ready when as I do the season preview on them. And, you know, a new head coach for the Quincy University women. Obviously, our, our boy Tyler Tomlinson.
0: The dreamy uh, one? It, 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 the, there the, you go. Our,
1: our favorite producer – George Costanza will take care of us next week.
0: All right, see you here again. I'll be
1: here. This has been the Muddy River Breakdown with Shuck and D.O.B. Join us again next week.
0: Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters.